0: Hello. Welcome to Healthy Perspectives, a podcast that takes on current cultural and social issues through a clinical lens. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. We're going to get right after today's questions for Jeremiah. And I said, questions with an S because I've been doing question for Jeremiah, but today... It's going to be multiple questions. I got two today that I wanted to use. Um, look, I, the more people get invested in this process, the more willing I am going to be to to put my time and energy into answering some things. Um, so keep sending me questions. Uh, you can do that in email. You could do that uh, through my website. There's, there's a lot of ways to get me. Look, it's not difficult. Uh, listen to the post-show stuff. It'll get you connected to everything that I do out there you can connect with me on twitter uh on facebook i mean you name it uh there i'm probably there and if i'm not let me know and uh you know if it's worth my time i'll go there uh obviously i have a limited amount of time energy and resources just like you so i'm only going to put my energy into the things that are fruitful uh but today's questions let's just let's roll right into it uh first question it's Look, this one, this was going to be a tough one because I'm not actually sure where they were going, but it's a good question. So I want to make sure we hit it. I'm pretty sure all trust in my relationship is gone. How do I know? And what options do I have to make sure I don't leave too soon? Now, chances are the way that this is, this sounds is it sounds like it's a, 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 maybe a romantic relationship kind of a situation but i don't want to assume that because i don't really know it could be just friendship right it could be like one of those long term friendships or something like that where we were really close maybe we were best friends for you know several years and we would call each other best friend and they have this secret or not secret this special special spot in my heart and and i'm i'm just trying to figure out are we done uh let's be real both of those uh, the information that i'm going to give you is the same for both and there's, let's just talk about the core of relationship. Trust is the core of a relationship. If trust is gone, then the the relationship, well, the, the, the question then, the right question in my, from a therapeutic lens is, is the trust repairable? Well, that will only be able to be answered by you, of course. But the things to weigh there are, am I willing to go through the reconciliation process? And if so, what would I need in order to move forward? Okay, if you can't answer that, then, you know, chances are you got more work to do on yourself. If you can answer that, the answer to that will determine whether you move forward and say, let's, let's pursue reconciliation, or let's. Well, let's let's shift away from this person and love them more from a distance, right? You've always probably heard me say something along the lines of love isn't optional. It's just whether I love up close or at a distance. When people are not trustworthy, I love at a distance because I can only do so much in their world. But if they are trustworthy, then I can love more up close. All right. So that's that's step one. Am I willing to do that work? Then I have to approach the other person and say, "Are they willing to do the work also?" And I might base that on, "Hey, I've come with some criteria. Here's the deal. You have been telling me some lies, keeping some secrets from me, or whatever, and I am willing." to consider moving forward with us as a relationship, whether that's a friendship or a romantic relationship or whatever kind of relationship. This could be a a parent to child thing too. If trust gets destroyed, trust is the issue. Here's what I am willing to do. If you will do step one, two, three, four, whatever those might be, it might look something like, if you are one willing to acknowledge that there's an issue here, that's a good step. Number two, if you're willing to uh, take the next step, and that is apologize meaningfully, which means tell me the changes that you're willing to make. And then for my own safety and my own comfort, I will also need you to go, you know, if it's a couple, maybe go to therapy with me. If it's a friendship, it's like, let's, uh, you know, let's go slow and see if we can rebuild the trust. I mean shoot, you could take your best friend to therapy too. Like I don't like therapeutically that makes sense if you're trying to repair the relationship. So do that. All right? Maybe maybe the other options would be uh we we get somebody, maybe we we share a third friend who's really a good person and maybe they could mediate, right? In a more natural world uh with you know, people who knew what to do relationally, that would probably be a more likely scenario. So that's what I would say to that. Uh, in order of not, in order to not leave too soon, you, you got to ask yourself, can you be all in in the relationship again? Even if they did the repair work, if you can't be all in, uh, then, then I, I it's probably not going to work out because if you know, for relationships that aren't 100, 100, they don't work. If it's a 50-50, it's not going to function for very long because eventually somebody's going to go 51, somebody's going to go 49, and somebody's going to feel screwed, and the other one's going to be like, ha-ha, I got one on you. Um, And that's a problem. So uh, that is the general answer. Um, If you have more detail and you want to write me back, please do so. Uh, I'm happy to address further questions on that. So now we're going to switch gears. I know I haven't done this before, but we're going to switch gears. There's a second question that I want uh, I want to address today. I know I could have just saved it for next week, but ah, who cares? Let's just go for it. The question says, "I really like my counselor, but I don't seem to be getting much out of counseling anymore. Is this normal?" Yes and no. Uh, there's, there's ebbs and flows. Look, if you've got a good counselor, you could probably tell why I wanted to answer this question and not wait for next week. This is a big question. In a, in a relationship with a counselor, there's going to be flaws. A counselor may or may not identify that there's, that they're not pushing hard enough. Uh, what I would suggest as a first spot is if you're connecting with the counselor, which this person clearly is, That is a great first step. That is sometimes challenging to replace. Do we outgrow our counselors sometimes? Look, if I'm being honest, yeah, you should. You should get to a point where you don't need that counselor anymore. If we're doing our jobs well, we are trying to move you to that point. So if you are to the point where you you no longer need them, you you come in and it's great to catch up it's nice it's fluffy it's light but in terms of deep content you've processed it you you you're not processing traumas because you already have they already know them we've already worked through them and i'm not being triggered as much or something like that it, you know if you you know the depression has subsided right there are some really long lasting um diagnoses that would probably require an ongoing treatment, but generally speaking, most people about six months in therapy and you move on for a year or so. And then some things build and something, you know, I was like, wait a minute. I, you know, I remember this, this person I worked with back here and they did a good job of helping me out. So I'm going to go back and see if maybe they can nudge me in the right direction. Cause I'm not exactly sure what to do with this. That's normal. So if that's where you are, then take a break. Okay, take a break. Take you know, extend to you know. Typically, what I would do is I would extend to every maybe twice a month, then then once a once a month, and then maybe once every you know three months. Uh or 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 when I typically when I get to once a month, if they're still making progress on their own and me being in their life one time a month is just enough to spur them forward. I say, hey, look, here's the deal. I want you to call me when you need me. Okay. If you know if that takes three months, then set up an appointment in three months right and the the importance of that is but i also have processes i have processes in place where you know if i don't hear from them for a couple of months i'll usually send out a note to them saying hey wanted to check in look if you need me come see me if not i'm going to go ahead and discharge you for now but you can always come back and and we can you know start some things if some something else in life comes up so that's what we do if we are wrapping up services. Now your counselor ought to know what to do to help you wrap up services. And if they don't, then you're going to have to guide the process. I, I hate that that happens, but it does happen. You know, you're like, I, I really just, it's, it's not, I'm not getting anything. I don't need it. All right. So that's one type of normal process, but where is it not normal? If you still have stuff secrets, if you still have trauma that you haven't processed, if you still, and you're not using the therapeutic process anymore to to go through those, that would be also normal, but that is not the normal we want. And I say that because you're avoiding the work. If that's what's going on here, the best thing to do is to go in and tell your therapist, say, Hey, look, yeah, I, You and I are good. Unfortunately, I don't feel like you're pushing me hard enough right now. I know that's weird that you would have to say that, but sometimes it happens. A therapist want, wants to push hard, but not too hard. And sometimes we get lulled into these, these sleepy zones. We're human. And if your therapist is lulled into a sleepy zone, and you're just not getting the counseling that you need, Tell them, just tell them straight up. Be like, look, I, I, you know, I'm comfortable with you. I like you. It's great, but I need to be pushed. So can you do me a favor and kick me in the butt? Because I need to go forward and not with you and me. We're good. I need to go forward in my life. And here's what's going on there that you need to know about and spill the beans. Like, let it out. That's you avoiding the work. And the most important thing there, stop avoiding the work. Go in there, give them the scoop, let them know what's up, and they will help guide you. And if they don't, well, then it's time to leave. Because a good therapist, we, in my opinion, uh, and I've seen a lot of therapy, done a lot of therapy, worked, supervised a lot of therapy. Uh, at the end of the day, we have to push the client's toward that uncomfortable spot. And if you're not getting pushed toward that uncomfortable spot, that being said, there, there is this one caveat I want to put in before we go. And that is this. Sometimes there are times where you need to rest and take it easy to build some stamina for what's to come. And on occasion, a therapist might see that and say, hey, look, we're going to, you know, these, the next four or five weeks, we're just going to take it easy, but they should be able to articulate that to you if that's what they're doing. Okay. They might be like, look, we're going to get after this other piece that I know has been weighing on you for years. And I want you to know one going in, we can attack it as aggressively as you want. And not every time in the middle of this process does it have to be work, 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 work. And if that's what they're doing, they should be able to articulate that. So that's the caveat. All right. They might see something coming that maybe you don't see, and they should be able to articulate it. So Thank you so much for joining us. I hope this was helpful. This, t- this time we did have questions with an S. I hope you enjoyed this. Please submit questions to me. You can do that through Twitter, through the podcast. Uh, you can, I mean, there's a bazillion ways to get me. Okay. Not a bazillion. That was a slight exaggeration, but there's at least probably 10 ways to get me. If you, if you're looking around hard enough and the easiest, go into the podcast links. And you can find a bunch of ways to uh, track me down. Send me questions, all right? I I love getting the questions. This has been really fun for me as a therapist, hopefully helping individuals out there directly um, with, with at least how to think about things. Not necessarily solving your problems, but giving you some ideas of how to think about them. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a good one. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate our audience a lot. So we give you some simple ways to track us down. Please like, subscribe, and follow all the podcasts on different platforms. But you can also email us at healthyperspectives at protonmail.com, Or you can check out our website at healthy-perspectives.com slash podcast. It's a backward slash. So if you want to go to our landing page, if you go to healthy dash perspectives.com. You'll still find us. You just got to click on the podcast button. Thank you so much.